You're listening to Ask Us Anything, a periodic podcast by Wise Travel Confederation, exploring topics of interest to the youth and student travel industry. My name's Wendy Morrow. I coordinate research and educational activities at Wise Travel Confederation, and I'll be your host. In the wake of Brexit, young people in the United Kingdom and the European Union have been left with fewer options to pursue immersive cultural exchange experiences in each other's regions. At the end of 2020, the possibility dissolved for young people from the EU to travel to the UK as au pairs, and the UK withdrew from EU mobility schemes such as the Erasmus Plus Study Abroad program, while the UK's Turing scheme aims to replace the opportunities previously offered to UK students through the Erasmus program. Many other forms of cultural exchange and the special visas to facilitate these have been left behind. However, a campaign of the Pro-Youth Visa Alliance hopes to change this. The Pro-Youth Visa Alliance aims to raise awareness of the absence of a youth mobility agreement between the UK and the European Union. This alliance of organizations hopes to pave the way towards a new cultural exchange visa for youth in the UK and the EU. We spoke to one of the organizations involved with the pro-youth visa campaign, Au Pair World. Have a listen to what their managing director, Anne Kristen Kors, has to say about the need for international youth mobility and a visa to facilitate this between the UK and the EU. Hi, and Kristen, welcome to Wise Travel Confederation's Ask Us Anything podcast to discuss the youth visa campaign you've helped to launch recently. Thank you, Wendy. I'm very happy to be here and to talk about it with you. Great. So you're managing director of Au Pair World, uh, one of the organizations involved in a campaign for a new youth travel visa known by the hashtag ProYouthVisa, if anyone wants to go look it up. Uh, before we talk about the campaign and this proposed new visa, can you maybe just tell us briefly about what you do at Au Pair World and what Au Pair World does? Yes, of course. So, uh, as you just said, I'm uh, the managing director here at Au Pair World. Au Pair World is uh, the matching platform for au pairs and host families worldwide. That means au pairs and host families can register on our website, aupairworld.com, to find their match and then organize and realize the Au Pairs Day together. And uh, well, with more than 20 years of experience in this field, I think we at Au Pair World can certainly say that we are very passionate about the idea of au pairing and uh, the idea of cultural exchange in general. You specialize in au pair matches worldwide, pretty much. Is that right? That's correct. I mean, the website is uh, generally worldwide available, of course. Um, I have to say that our main markets are um, Western Europe and uh, pre-COVID Australia and New Zealand. And okay. we hope, yeah, we're looking forward to having Australia and New Zealand again back. <laughs> yeah, many people are, I think. Mm -hmm. So to the campaign that you have helped to launch recently, this is a campaign for a new youth visa. You have an active petition on change.org right now. And I'll just read what it says there. Uh, for the future of young people in the EU and the UK, we need a new youth visa now. Could you tell us about the goals of the campaign and why this is needed? The reason why we started the campaign was that after Brexit, we see a huge problem. And the huge problem is that after decades of cultural exchange between uh, EU countries and the UK, um, Brexit has now somewhat stopped 
um, this kind of youth cultural exchange. And in our opinion, this is really a disaster and uh, we wanted uh, to, to change, to do something about it. And that's why we um, decided to start the petition. We certainly think that this is not a UK problem and it's not a EU problem, but it's addressing both parties and wanting to link them and um, to, to change the situation. And I think the petition is for the next generation, for everybody in the EU and the UK who believes in cultural exchange and who wants to keep this door open. So when you say cultural exchange, could you let listeners know exactly what that looks like in practice for a young traveler? What kind of experience are they having? Especially as the managing director of Opair World, I'm looking, of course, first at Opairs and host families, where young people, you know, go abroad, live with a host family, and really have the chance to experience the host country completely by, you know, emerging into the language and um, and yeah, getting to know the other culture. But this is also possible through other longer stays, like voluntary work you're doing for a couple of months, for example, in a different country or you're a teaching assistant, or um, I mean, even Erasmus, some kind of student exchange. Um, this is also a cultural exchange. And um, there are many, many forms. So cultural exchange is really coming in various forms and, and shapes. And for us, even though we are au pair world, and of course, we're we're coming from the au pairing view, uh, the, the problem is bigger. It's not only um, au pairs who are concerned in host families, but really many Many businesses, organizations, and people in the end are affected by that missing visa at the moment. So who would be the main beneficiaries of a new youth visa? All the young people in the EU and the UK who could then really start traveling, start experiencing cultural exchange and be for a longer period of time in the other country. Um, and of course, uh, all businesses involved in youth travel and cultural exchange, host families who are looking for an au pair, who are desperately needing some kind of flexible childcare. And uh, also, and I see that when I look at the comments you get when you have the petition, you see you have the opportunity to leave a comment. And there are so many people who are just seeing this as this visa can be uh, a good way to, to keep the connection between the EU and the UK. And uh, so this is, I think, uh, also for many people who are really into that um, idea of uh, traveling, meeting other people, broaden your mind and your horizon. Do you think that there are any negative aspects to a new youth visa? Or I suppose we could change it a bit and say, what are the negative effects if there is no new youth visa? At the moment, um, it is impossible, for example, to be an au pair um, in the UK if you're from Italy, Spain or Germany. That would just be like this for the next 10, 20, 30 years. Um, host families are missing out. Young people are missing out. Children are missing out because even children and families are growing up with this, you know, older sister from someone uh, from older sister from a different from another country who's also teaching very um, valuable things about, you know, this other culture, this other language, and all of that. This uh, really is uh, is not going to happen if we don't find a solution for that missing visa option. 
So you have the petition that's active on change.org at the moment. Can you talk to us a bit about how that's going? Um, who are the key decision makers that this petition needs to reach and influence and who should get involved with the petition? Um, as I said, that uh, it is the case that we think this is not a UK problem or not an EU problem. We said we will be addressing both. We've been in touch both with the European Commission and the UK Home Office. In our petition, we're addressing both parties because we're saying you need to work together to hopefully you know, find a solution. Change.org is a very supportive uh, partner in that, um, in that sense as well, because um, they are not only um, spreading our petition through their newsletters and um, you know, trying to, to help us uh, reach many signatures, but they are also uh, helping us soliciting statements from politicians to show the consensus that this initiative has. Okay. So how many signatures are needed and how, do you, how many do you have at the moment? Mm -hmm. So at the moment, we are having uh, 44,000 after about three weeks. Okay. And um, this is certainly nice, um, but not nice enough. Uh, we have uh, uh, much higher ambitions. And um, the fact that we achieved uh, about 44,000 signatures in three weeks shows that, um, that it resonates. There is interest. And we think that it's possible to have more and more and um so, uh, yeah, we're definitely aiming for more. Um, the next step, of course, the next milestone is the 50,000. And okay. we're hoping to reach that in, in the upcoming week. So 50,000 in four weeks. And then, of course, 100,000 is uh, definitely the next milestone. And at this point, we're reaching out to other organizations. We're very interested in talking to people and organizations who want to get involved you know, the more organizations, the more business actors who are lined up with this movement, which mm -hmm. it is in the end, the more politicians will notice and will see, okay, we really um, have to do something here. So what are some of the most important things that you've learned um, in the, those three weeks and, and maybe a little bit before that? Because obviously you've done quite a bit of work to get this started up. Yes, uh, well, as I said, we, our aim is to find a reaction to, to, to Brexit. I mean, Brexit has happened and this is done. And now we, we just want to look forward and see what can we, what can we do. And um, we, as I said, we recognize that this problem is bigger than just a pairing. And it's a problem that will be affecting the whole generation of young people who are now, you know, growing up and probably don't, at the moment, don't have the chance to to experience the UK as uh, as an au pair or as a student. So um, yeah, we uh, we were looking first. Uh, we first discovered for us, okay, this uh, is an issue that is between the UK and the EU, which was very important from our perspective to really say we need to address both. We learned. Uh, I just mentioned that Change.org is a very supportive platform, and there are great people working there, but. Um, I would definitely say that it's communication is the key, you know, okay. talking to people, inspire them with your idea. And that might help, you know, first to find the right people in the right positions. And then it's communication, communication, and then you're really able to change something in the end. And 
for example, discovered we started with email campaigns to our customers. I mean, we send mm -hmm. letters and uh, made people just aware of the problem. And we realized that there were still people who have not, who didn't really, um, who haven't seen the problem as it is. And I think that was already the first step, you know, raising awareness and then communicating, explaining a lot, of course. And now, as I just said, now we have 44,000. And it's, uh, yeah, we're looking for more people who support and uh, who join us in our effort. So just a question about looking ahead, maybe if you do reach all those signatures and you're able to come into some, you know, face-to-face -face discussions with policymakers, are there models that exist in parts of the world that you think are good to work from? Or do you feel like there needs to be a completely new model for this visa scheme? Um, I don't think that really you have to start from scratch. And um, what we have heard um, from the EU as well as from the UK side is that the possibility to have uh, to, to use the youth mobility scheme that already exists um, between the UK and certain other countries, uh, that this kind of scheme could be used and just you know, broadened up or you know more countries or maybe the completely the EU could join as as uh, as a partner of this uh, youth mobility um, agreement. From our perspective, we're not um, deeply concerned about the way the visa functions. I would say now it's important to talk about the issue that something really important is missing, and that there are, from our perspective, there are easy ways as I just said, the youth mobility um, scheme that already exists. Mm -hmm. um, of course, if in the end they we find there is a different kind of visa that works, no problem, we're happy. The, the goal is the visa for young people to have it easily accessible. Um, you don't have to start uh, completely new, I think, or to invent something new, you could easily just look around and see what can we use. Mm -hmm. So that it sounds like it's low-hanging fruit. It's yes. somewhat <laughs> achievable without too much effort. Yeah, that was um, our impression. Mm -hmm. Can you speak at all to what the opinion of young people who might use such a visa are thinking about this issue? Have you spoken to your clients at Au Pair World or maybe other young people that are interested in this? The feedback we received from our customers who are au pairs and, and host families was pretty much the same as I just said. There needs to be a solution for us. We want to be able to have that kind of experience. What was possible decades is now no longer possible. Um, now uh, it can't be that uh, due to Brexit, um, I'm now... Uh, deprived of that uh, possibility that other uh, young people um, always used to have. So um, they're not too much, at least the feedback we receive doesn't show that they're really um, looking into the details of the visa, but more in this general, is there a way for me to go abroad and to be for a longer period of time in the UK? What are your next steps in, say, the next few weeks or maybe the rest of the summer is a good time frame to let people know what you'll be doing with the campaign? So um, 
as I said, we will reach the 50,000 hopefully soon. We are working on uh, collecting signatures uh, more and more. Um, it is a marathon and not a sprint. So um, you need a long breath, I think. And uh, what we are really starting now, and we, we already started, but this is really our focus now for the next week, is um, starting communication again, talking to people, talking to maybe wise members who would like to support maybe you know other partners in our network we haven't even approached yet because there are so many things to do when you have the petition going on. You, we are now coming into this um, flow of, okay, we will reach now to all our influences and now we will reach out to all of those. So it's about um, making this alliance, we called it the Pro-Youth Visa Alliance, because mm -hmm. it's a group of organizations and, and associations or whoever might be interested can be everyone who is involved in that uh, youth travel exchange between the UK and the EU is someone that might be interested in that. And we're happy to talk about it, to explain what we are aiming for in more detail and what kind of contacts we have. And um, yes. That is uh, definitely a lot of work, but it's also um, it's very much fun to to, uh, to to meet new people and also to to find out where you share the same ideas and values and and where you suddenly see okay um, this uh, industry um, for example is also very uh, affected by Brexit, but um, you know you you don't, probably you didn't know before. Mm -hmm. So people can find the petition on change.org. Uh, I think they can probably search for Pro Youth Visa Alliance. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. And yes. you've got a hashtag Pro Youth Visa. We'll put those details in the article that accompanies the podcast. Is there anything else you'd like to tell us before we wrap up? Um, I just would like to add that um, all those who are interested can also look at the website proyouthvisa.org okay. and we have a contact form where, you know, you just leave us a note and uh, we will get in touch and uh, are happy to hear from everyone. Yeah, that's okay, great. So we'll put that website um, address on, on the article with this podcast as well. Thank you. And Kristen Kors of Au Pair World, thank you so much for talking to us about this uh, new movement for a youth visa for the UK and the EU. And we wish you best of luck in those next steps with the campaign. Thank you very much. And thank you for your support already. Thank you to Anne Kristen for talking to us about the Pro Youth Visa campaign. If you'd like to get involved and sign the petition, Go to the website proyouthvisa.org to find links and learn more. Wise Travel Confederation is the only global not-for-profit membership organization representing the youth, student, and educational travel industry. If you work in this sector of the travel and tourism industry, consider joining our global network. That's all for now. 